strengthening, heartening, freeing at the same time message for you today. You know, I was talking to the Lord and it was, this was actually in the context of ministering to someone. And, um, and he said, I give you roots with wings. And I had to think about that. I'm like, hmm. If I have wings, do I want roots? <laughs> right? Because so, so many times we, um, we want our freedoms. We don't want anything to hem us in or hold us down or hold us back or say no or, you know, we just want free and, um, and free is good, but freedom that's not handled in a life-giving way, actually ends up into bondage. Dang it. And so with our wings, we need roots. We need roots to stabilize us. We need roots to remind us what's important. We need roots uh, to be guardrails for us because there are things that are not good for us. You know, Paul said, all things are permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So what that means is that you, you can choose anything, but in your freedom to choose anything, you can choose a lot of stupid things. <laughs> you can choose things that are not going to bring you life. And you can choose things that are good until they're not. <laughs> so, you know, a little bit of wine or whatever can be really good. Um, a lot of it can really be destructive, right? A little bit of birthday cake is good. The entire cake is destructive. Uh, you know, all, all these different things, sex in the proper, uh, you know, uh, um, the proper place in the context of marriage, right? is really good. It's safe. It's life-giving. Uh, but outside of that, um, as much as we think it's free, as much as we think there's nothing wrong with it, yeah, it can be really destructive. And so, but not because of the law of like God is a problem with sex or food or alcohol. It's none of that. I've get richly given you all things to enjoy. So apparently enjoyment is actually a really important thing to God. But when you're enjoying things and then it's excess, it gets to be destructive. And, you know, some things are just not good for you. Uh, some things just are 100% across the board is not good for you. And so there are times when we just need a hard no. And there are times when we need to know when a no is, oh, we were good. And then that's a no. And that's part, that's part of discernment. That's part of operating in self control, right? Part of learning that. And, and so we need to be rooted. We need to be rooted. And what are we rooted in? We're not rooted in a joy kill. 
Okay. We're not rooted in a bunch of laws. Thou shalt not. Boy, the letter of the law. Let me think. Oh yeah. Kills. But the spirit, the spirit is life. So wings with roots, roots with wings. So you don't need to be, God doesn't want you to be completely earthbound. God doesn't want you to be weighed down, but he doesn't want you to fly off the earth. Last time I checked, after you get out of the atmosphere, the oxygen goes away. That might not be good for you. <laughs> you need oxygen. You need you need some rootedness. And I needed some rootedness. But what what are we rooted in? Well, we're rooted and grounded in, let me think, oh yeah, love. You're rooted and grounded in love. And God's heart is that you would know the length, depth, breadth, and height of that. To know the love of Christ that passes mere understanding. We're not going to figure it out with our noggins. I don't care how brilliant we are. We're just not that brilliant. Okay. Um, but he wants us to be filled with the fullness of him. Well, what's him? Love, life, light. <laughs> Where the spirit of the Lord, there is freedom. But you know what? In your freedom, you have a freedom from a bunch of rules and you have a freedom to enjoy, but you also have a freedom to say no. You see, in the fruit of the Spirit, where the Spirit is, there's freedom, but there's also the fruit of the Spirit that says, no, that's not good for me. That's not good for someone else. That would violate love for me or for myself, or that would violate love for you. Oh, that's a no, right? And that's a good no. Healthy children need no's. And, you know, we have an epidemic of permissive parenting, uh, and it messes kids up because kids need to know that their parents are bigger than they are and that the parents are, aren't intimidated by their tantrums. Any of us have tantrums lately. Uh, they're not intimidated by their, I hate you. You're not my mom anymore. <laughs> Robert used to do that. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I'm like, right? And I, I would literally say, Robert, I just can't take you seriously when you say that. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I wasn't intimidated by it because I, there, you can't not, you can't unmom me. Okay. I'm just your mom and I'm a good one and I'm just saying no and you don't like it. <laughs> and I'm not intimidated by your no. And it, it you literally, for, I, for Robert, I'm using Robert as an example. When that happened, I could see, as mad as he was and irritated, he was just mad at me. There was also relief. <sighs> I really do need you to be bigger than me, right? I need you to know more than me. And we need that. We need God who's bigger than wiser than us. So, you know, when we deconstruct God out of the picture, we're making ourselves gods. Oh, wow. And good luck with that. Because if I'm God or you're God, we're in deep doo-doo. Okay. But we are in his image and likeness. We do, we can, we do, we're called a partner. We're all that in a bag of chips because he made us that way. And so in our freedoms, in the, in, in the place where we have a free will, uh, God wants to heal our wills. So it's in line with his will, which is always love and love is other giving. So 
self-love means, you know what? I'm not going to, wow. You know what? No, I'm, I, I, I don't have to, you know, fall for someone's manipulation or I don't have to people please, or I don't have to sleep with someone or I don't have to whatever. I don't have to. Why? Because I love myself. I don't have to fill my body with a bunch of crap. I don't have to do that because I love myself. If I love you, well, I'm not going to all the different things. Really, the you know, most of the Ten Commandments are about other people, right? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to slander. I'm not going to judge you, right? And so that's the rootedness we need. Is it in line with love? And then we need to know what love is because then we get confused. Well, if I have my wings and I can make all these free choices and all of that, but I'm, I, I'm rooted in love. Well, what does love look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. So God tells us what he's like because he's love, right? Patient and kind. That usually covers like most everything right there. <laughs> but in case we needed more, we don't envy, right? So in other words, when you get something that I don't have, I'm not going to envy what you have. I'm going to rejoice that you have it and be happy and content with what I have because God is a just God. He doesn't favor some kids more than others, right? Does not envy, does not boast, right? Is not proud, is not rude, right? Keeps no records of wrongs, does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Well, what is truth? Well, God needs to show us truth because we get confused, you know, we get confused and in this confusion, we make bad decisions that violate love, right? And so in this whole concept, well, let me finish. Does not, does not delight in evil, does, rejoices in truth. It always protects, always believes the best, always trusts, always perseveres. Love never fails. This is what love is like. So litmus test, is it patient? Is it? No, that's not patient right there. Nope, nope, that's not kind. And sometimes what happens is because we want what we want, we can say something is kind and, you know, we have to ask God, am I being honest? Because a lot of times we delude ourselves because we kind of want what we want, right? So if I'm judging you in the name of Jesus and pointing out your sin and calling it kind, um, that is dishonest, right? So God, is that kind? No, judging you about a sin and calling it kind is actually, oh, I think I just flipped into pride right there. So as a son and daughter of God, the Lord gets to lead us and guide us into all truth. So rooted in love with wings, I'm uh, all things are per permissible, but not all things are beneficial, right? Not all things are really healthy for us. Yeah, you can see Stick your hand in the meat grinder. It's not good for you. And I can stick my hand in the meat grinder and say, hey, everybody, this is great. You should try this out. But that's not good for them. <laughs> right? So we need the roots. We need, we need the nose. We need a divine no. And how God does that is that... He leads us and guides us into all truth. Well, how does he do that? Now, I'm not talking about theology, although that's a thing. Um, I'm talking about kind of with your life. What's the truth in my life? Is this person someone I should marry? 
is this person, uh, you know, should I go to this church? Should I have this, do this job, right? Now, I know, you know, we don't want to get over hyper spiritual. We're all like, I can't pick out my own clothes without consulting Jesus. Now, you can have fun while you're like, Jesus, do you like this? I like this color. What's your favorite color? You know, you can have fun. Okay. But you have to understand there's not this path. Like if you put on the wrong shirt today, you've not fallen out of the will of God. And some, we get flaky. We kind of do. So we don't, don't want to go in that kind of ditch, right? But we have to realize that God is leading and he does have a will for us. That is good. That'll help us walk out this, the, his, his the plan without, Five billion detours, right? Now he can make up for a detour, but sometimes, you know, you get beat up in a detour. Anybody noticed? It can really suck. So we're led by peace, right? We're let peace be the umpire of your heart, sifting and deciding all things with finality. There's your root. So where's my peace there? Well, I'm losing peace. Well, yeah, but I want to marry him. Well, I understand that, but do you have peace? Well, I love him. Well, do you have peace? You know, and, and we, we do what we want. And, and honestly, the, the, the times when I've made decisions, the first marriage I had, nobody freak out, uh, didn't go well because I violated my own peace. I literally said, this is like, the, this is the don't do, don't do this. <laughs> the night before I got married, everybody was saying, don't marry him, don't marry him. And I did love him. I did. But he, he wasn't very healthy. I wasn't very healthy. This was not going to be healthy. And two unhealthies that come together do not make healthy. It makes quadruple, <laughs> uh, unhealthy, right? Anyway, but the thing I said the night before I got married, I just get to tell on myself. I'll tell on me <laughs> and maybe it'll help you, right? I said, I'm going to make this work. If you have to, if you have to say that, um, maybe you want to wait, wait a little bit. And if it's the right thing that, that will bear itself out, but it didn't, it, it didn't work out well. And you end up brokenhearted. Would I broken his heart before? If I, if I, uh, yeah, not as much as after I got married, I'm just not really proud of this. But I don't regret the decision. I wasn't going to stay in America. It was very, very, it was very, very not healthy. And it was really not God's will. And there you go. Happily, in the marriage I have now, for a very long time, um, for 27 years now, it's been awesome. Why? I laid down my idol. I allowed the Lord to say no. I allowed him to put me on the sidelines for a while. I laid it down and then he brought that forward for me. And so I had all this freedom, but he rooted me in love and led me by his spirit. And so great fruit, 27 years, great marriage. We still love each other. We still like each other. We like to hang out together. Good place to bring up children. Yeah. And so all of that. So you have this offer to you. You've got the freedoms, you've got the rootedness, and the more you track with God, the more you're going to flow and fly and be rooted and safe. You know, when you attach from your root system, 
you start to wither because we don't have it in and of ourselves. As you remain in me and me and you, you'll bear much fruit. Oh, let me think apart from me. You can do Oh, no dang thing. Nothing, nothing of eternal value. You can do lots of stupid things. Anybody been there? I've been there. I just, I gave you one. I gave you a colossal stupid. Uh, happily, uh, but you know, there was a lot of pain in the, in, in, in the meanwhile. Okay. Not proud of it, but I like to share that story a lot. Why? Because it's a classic of what not to do, <laughs> right? Had the freedom, needed the rootedness. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing for you today. I hope maybe it's given you something to think on. I hope there's something that the Lord brought up in your own heart, in your own life, where maybe you need to make a decision. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you need to really track with being that, that rooted place. Um, and having him help you with those dynamics because there's so much confusion out there. And God's not the author of confusion. Yeah. He's life more abundant to the full till it overflows. And he wants you uh, to have a beautiful life, a powerful life, a life that you enjoy. That's not full of pain, right? That's full of life and freedom and the restraints that you need to actually have that. Anyway, I hope this has been a blessing. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.